And hello, hello, Gay Racing Podcast listeners. Welcome back to the, the Gay Racing Podcast. I'm Zach, of course, and with me today is my very good friend, Alex. Alex at New Gaiden on Twitter. Yeah, Thank you New very Gaiden. much. Yes. Um, it's the week after the Rolex 24 um, and Daytona. Um, so I guess we'll talk about that. Um, but this yeah. episode, I guess we'll cover the 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 episode. Um, we're gonna be making predictions today. Twenty twenty one season predictions. Yeah, um, across all three three like major motorsports that we follow. So obviously NASCAR. Um, boo! Most of you, boo! <laughs> boo! <laughs> most of y'all watch NASCAR. Um, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't hate NASCAR. I don't hate NASCAR. <laughs> IndyCar. Um, Yay! Yay! IndyCar! <laughs> and then um, Formula One. Yes. For the, 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 the Golf clap. Golf clap. Golf, golf clap. <laughs> I was like, what should we react for Formula One? Golf clap. Yes. Yeah, golf clap. Yes, of course. That's very proper. Proper, yes. Lewis Hamilton, yes. Sir Lewis Hamilton. Sir Lewis <laughs> Hamilton. Uh, <laughs> God, we're some crackheads. Um, but yeah, we're gonna make predictions. Um, but before, let's talk about the Rolex. Um, oh my God. So, how much of the race did you watch, Alex? I watch a lot more than I was going to originally. I got very yeah. invested. Yeah, because you said watched... you're just gonna watch like the beginning and the end. Yeah. So I watched all the way, like the, from the start to when Supercross started. Then I yeah. watched Supercross. But then I'm like, you know what? I want to watch more. Mm-hmm. So I went back and watched until like 1 a.m., yeah. which is like way more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. And then I went to sleep and I woke up like at 10 a.m. and I watched from 10 a.m. to the finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I basically watched whenever I could. Um, it was hard for me because my roommate's like sister came over with her bunny so Aww. i was like trying to play with the bunny but like the race is on <laughs> um but it's a 24-hour race you don't have to watch the like yeah. I, there's no reason for me to have to sit there and watch everything but but you know this year this was like if you weren't watching you might miss something this is like yeah. i've never seen a rolex 24 like this it was specifically with the dpi class it was really close um I don't think it was, they threw too many cautions in my opinion, yeah. but I don't think that's why it was so close. It really was just that close. Yeah. There's so many, ta- like, I think part of it is because the talented driver pool, like Kobe Ashley was in one car, Dixon was in one car, um, Rossi and uh, Albuquerque were in um, mm-hmm. the Wayne Taylor car that won. Um, yeah. There's just so much talent spread out. Um, P- even the the Whelan engineering Cadillac of people Durrani and uh, who was the other one? The one that's full time, not Chase Elliott. We know Chase Elliott was in the race. <laughs> yeah, Chase Elliott was twenty two laps down, by the way, at NBC Sports. Just just <laughs> just so you know, NBC Napa Auto Parts update: Chase Elliott's still twenty two laps down. Oh my God, just gotta let you all know. Gotta let you all know. People <laughs> Durrani and uh, somebody who else is Felipe in that? Philippe Nazar. Yeah, Felipe Nazar. Um. Yeah. They had problems. They had damage that they had to take care of, of, and that took them out of contention. Imagine if they were in it, because I believe they won the... They were leading at the start of the race. Yeah, they won the uh, the Motul 100, which was like the qualifying race they had the week before. But um, Yeah. No, I watched... 
basically when I could. I watched the start of the race on and off. Um, mm -hmm. I actually took a nap with the race on at like seven o'clock because I was just it's like seven p.m. because I got tired mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, then Supercross came on and I wanted to watch Supercross, but I decided to just wait till the main events. Mm -hmm. um, and then the two fifteen. The 250 main event, the finished that for, with Jet Lawrence and was it Christian Craig? Yeah. That was crazy. Those two got together. That was insane. You were so, pissed. You were spamming my text messages. You were like, I hate this bitch. I hate I, him. <laughs> I was like, is this a joke? And then the, in the 450 main, my favorite's Adam C. and Cirillo. And he was mm -hmm. leading until he wasn't. And then I was like, he, he then he, I think he like fell or something. I was like, of course, Ian Cirillo had like the two of the best, like currently in Supercross, Ken yeah. Roxon and Eli Tomac. Yeah, like it he was so much pressure to go in for his first win in the 450 class. It was basically um, like if like Matt Benedetto had like Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick right behind yeah, him. Yeah, pretty much. It was, but it was intense. Like it was good racing. Supercross is on tonight, by the way, at Indianapolis round two, NBCSN yeah. or whatever the fuck. Watch it. It's good. Yeah. It's so good um please watch supercross in general oh yeah Love it it's so it's great good. i've watched it for like 10 years i've got all my friends into it now mm -hmm. please and now i have so to good. upload this podcast today because i just said it's coming out tonight <laughs> that supercross <laughs> is tonight <laughs> anyways um <laughs> after supercross i kept watching rolex so i watched till like mm -hmm. i did so some people stayed up for 24 hours which you're insane hi andy <laughs> at Andy, at, um, <laughs> um, oh my God! Like, I no, not me. I couldn't. I I have experience. If Joseph Newgarden ran this race, I would do it. Ooh. Like, I would. Maybe. I'm just I saying. Because if I wasn't in school, I would think about it. But like, I have experience right. of like, when I was having a lot of insomnia, I would stay up to like six a.m., seven a.m. to watch the mm -hmm. F1 races. It just was not enjoyable because, by the way, it was like by the time it was halfway through the race, you got tired. I just got so tired, and I was just like wanting the race to end to the point I couldn't enjoy you just didn't the race. Enjoy it. Yeah. So I'd rather enjoy, you know, twelve hours of the race than like suffer through twelve hours of the race. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Especially like the finish. I want to be there and actually like enjoying myself. Plus, right. I have school and I have to like I have other things to do. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, then I I thought about going to sleep with the race on though, mm -hmm. but then I was just too distracting. Um, then I woke up, watched till the end. I watched all day Sunday morning. It was so nice. Yeah, no distractions. Um, but yeah, it was a good race. Um, yeah, it was great. I was rooting. I wasn't really sure who I was rooting for because Ricky Taylor is my favorite IMSA driver. I liked, I liked pretty much all of them. I didn't know anyone on the fifty five. Mm -hmm. I don't know who that was, but like I, the commentators were like, they're yeah. sandbagging. They're going to be up there later. I'm like, no, they're not. Then all of a sudden they're there. So Exactly. Like, okay. But, but I um, feel like they only got up there because of the caution. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. They were on the lead lap, though, the entire Yeah, league. That's the thing, though. They like There were long green flag run periods, and all the yeah. DPIs were still in the lead lap. So I don't know. Like, if you look at the DPIs, like, I liked all the people in there. Mm -hmm. Like, we had Rossi who on the winning team. We had Ricky Taylor, who I really like. And then you had Montoya in the 60. Almondinger was in the yeah. 60. They didn't talk then about Gana the 60 much. No. Well, they did when Almondinger was like, yeah. I just got back from my stint. Then yeah. They, then that was it. But um, 
Then the 01 had Scott Dixon in it. Oh, one and was Kevin awesome. Mag- Kevin Magnuson K-Mag. was in that car. Mm-hmm. And I think Marcus Erickson like was like the relief driver for that car. Yeah, he was supposed to be in it, but he wasn't for some reason. I think he I was just know. a relief driver. In okay. case like, one of them got sick or like it got a COVID con- yeah. confirmation or something. And then Vanderzand's like the other full-time I love how Lee Dippy said his name. Ringer Vanderzanda. <laughs> the way Lee Dippy says everyone's name is so nice. Like it, it oh my God. I would start laughing every time Lee Diffie said his name. Like, it's just comedy. <laughs> like, not even like in a mean way. It's just like, I love him. It's just yeah. Or good. like the way he says um, Felipe Albuquerque or um, uh, Pipo Durrani. It's uh, <laughs> I just I love well I love Lee Diffie. I tweeted Lee Diffie when he got off the air because um, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about the broadcast in a minute. Um, yeah, but. Lee Diffie, he like signed off, and I tweeted him like "Good night, Lee Diffie," and then he liked it, and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> that's so cute!" Yeah, I love. Listen, he's actually probably my favorite commentator in motorsports. I just he does Supercross, by the way, too. Like yeah. he didn't do it this week, but he he's doing he does everything. I what made a, a tweet. A if you watch a motorsport where Lee Diffie doesn't commentate it, you're doing the wrong. You're watching. I don't the think wrong that exists. I don't know if he's ever commentated NHRA. That's like the only. Has thing Has he commentated he supercars? I feel like he has. Yeah, he's literally from he like New Zealand or Australia. So like, he did. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what Kyle Petty was talking about. I think Lee Diffie was commentating that race, mm-hmm. and they had Larry Mack and Daryl Waltrip join him in the booth. That story that Kyle Petty was telling. Oh, that was from um, Watkins Glen when he commentated the cup race. Oh, I thought I thought that was supercars. Well, nah. never mind. Yeah, so some NASCAR fan on Twitter was like, who's that weird-sounding guy in the booth? And Kyle, Petty, Kyle was, Petty, that's Larry Mack. That's Larry Mack. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that ever happened. That was funny. But yeah, when he commentated the 2017 cup races, I guess because Rick Allen was, I don't know. <laughs> he was calling the running... Like sprints or something at the Olympics. It was 2017, though. He was doing. He was calling running, though. Maybe it wasn't Olympics, oh. but he was calling something okay. with running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but that happened. Um, I don't know anything about the race. I really had to talk about though. Um, I'm. I was really cheering for. I was happy with whoever won. Honestly, I know we're going to talk about the DPIs. That's all the broadcast talked about, though. So yeah. Don't yeah, yell we'll at us. <laughs> but um, I was really cheering for the 48 with Kobayashi, mm-hmm. Jimmy Johnson. Um, I don't know the other ones. Mike like Rockefeller Conway, and Rock, I don't know. Or Rockefeller. It not Mike Conway. Rockefeller. Mike Conway. I don't remember the other. Oh, uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> Who was it? It was um, it was someone important, wasn't it? Oh, oh Pagano. 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 We just disrespected the 2019 Indy 500 champion. We're so, wow. I'm so he sorry. He put in some Simon. good stints, too. Like, <laughs> yeah, he did. But yeah, I was cheering for them. And I thought they were going to win it at one point. Like, yeah. oh my God, Kobayashi is going to pull this off. But they were waiting to up. put him in at the end, too. Like, yeah. Oh my God. But I um, think they messed up the downforce because they just lacked straightaway speed. They just yeah. couldn't catch up. My Damn. favorite, one of my favorite tweets was here comes. Kobayashi and Albuquerque to make up the time that the NASCAR star made up <gasps> or lost. <laughs> I'm like, well, there you go. Like well, Scott Dixon, funny. he was on par with all these guys. Scott Dixon was really impressive. As always. He but ran a lot of Chase hours. Elliott 
Chase Elliott was a second off the pace of every other like DPI driver. Yeah, like on average. Avery which... Hage, good friend of the podcast. Like I, I was like, there, is this but... actually average times? Because that's insane. Because Jimmy it was... was at least on par with his teammates, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah, Chase Elliott was a second off the next yeah. one highest above him. So, but I do say I respect Chase's like dedication because he wants oh, yeah. to come back to the For Rolex. Sure. Um, someone on Twitter was like, why are you making fun of Chase? Like, number one, it's funny. Number two, his feelings are not going to be hurt by me. Like, he doesn't care. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. But no, yeah, the race was great. Um, I, because this was the first time I watched the Rolex really invested into IMSA because I really yeah, got into it. You got it. really into it over the off season. I started playing on multi-class races on Project Cars too. Um, the yeah. game sucks. Don't get it. But it's still kind of fun. <laughs> it's, there's just some wonky things with it, like with the AI. And oh my God, I can't. Zach says, me out. don't play it. But then he texts me all stressed out. I hate Project Cars. Keep playing it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Because I did like a five hour race to simulate the 24 hours on like five times time progression. It was really fun. Um, mm -hmm. But there's just some things I was just ruining the experience. Anyways. NBC. Let's talk about NBC because what the Real quick. fuck? What? Listen, I sometimes I I thought it was just like the NASCAR. I think it's the NASCAR culture of like how to cover motorsports. Yeah, and they did a terrible job with this race. This was like the first yeah. time in a while I was like, no, this is awful. Because I feel like it wasn't this bad last year. I feel like like yeah like. I think normal IMSA broadcasts are normally not this bad, but because it was yeah. such a big event, they inserted a bunch of NASCAR analysts, which isn't a bad thing. They're talented. It's just like, mm -hmm. for some reason, the direction was focused on this kind of NASCAR-centric, well, like, the races about who's leading. When Fernando Alonso came and did this race, there was a lot of attention on him. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it was as much as we saw with Chase Elliott. Mm. I, I really don't. They... Like, Jimmy Johnson got rightful coverage, I feel. Right. Like, he talk, he got talked about a lot. Yeah. But Chase Elliott was 22 laps down for most of this damn race. And they would still go to him. Yeah. But, oh, my God. Just shut up. <laughs> I... Like, we get it. He won the championship. We get it. Like, he's a second off the damn pace. <laughs> Let's, like, oh, my God stop <laughs> like if i was an imsa fan who was just tuning in to watch my race and my driver is in like gtlm or something oh my god you're gonna hear about him yeah hell no <laughs> we they did a decent job covering um dpi got great coverage and dpi opinion. obviously um and that's to be that's expected about that's the big you know Which overall is, win i don't know enough about imsa really probably to make this opinion but i thought the coverage overall was okay it's just like when they talk about chase elliott they probably should have dedicated more time to the other series. Well, definitely, but... like, I have, like, I guess a few main problems. The Chase Elliott, like, jerk circle, circle jerk was annoying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was sick of it. it. They literally, like, it was, like, not even an hour into a race. Really, the driver interviews kind of irritated me. Because I like hearing about the drivers, but yeah. at the same time, there'll be like, a there's battle There's a race going, going on. on. There's a like, race there'll be going a battle on. We're going doing, on. like, a... We're doing like a NASCAR America segment during a race. Yeah. Like, like I why get are we it. Doing this? It's a 24 it's, hour race. I, but it's kind of 
you, you ever watched like a 24 hour like charity marathon? Yeah. Like it's, it was basically like that. It's like they were just trying to kill time by doing these interviews. Yeah. And it's like, instead of saying like, make sure you donate. Oh, we got another donation from blah, blah, blah. Instead, they're like, okay, now we're gonna go back to commercial. Oh my God, <laughs> the, the commercials. So I bought NBC Sports Gold because I thought this race was gonna be on Peacock. It wasn't. I bought Peacock for Supercross, by the way. So I spent $2 on NBC Sports Gold for IMSA just to watch this race. No commercials. But I swear to God, I watched, I heard a more than I heard Lee Diffie calling anything. <laughs> so <laughs> I was yeah. just like, oh, Lee's back on TV. Then I'm like, then I look back up, Lee's gone. It, it's yeah. just the cars again. I'm like, weren't they just on commercial? They, especially <laughs> like, during oh like, the NBC segment, this really chapped my ass. They, I was watching through the app because I'm at college and I don't have cable. Mm-hmm but my mom has cable, so I sign in, watch on the app, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I watched, I was watching the last, literally 10 minutes to go, and it's the 10 car versus the 01 car. They say they're going to side by side, and then I get a full commercial, I know. and I can't see the cars. I was like, what is this? Number one, it's 10 minutes to go of a 24-hour race. Like, what is that? That's crazy. That's unacceptable. And you, they had a commercial with 20 minutes to go as well. Like, it it was way too much. It was disgusting. No, it was like bad. But in regards to, like, the driver interviews, I don't mind them. And oh, I think it, it's per- fine. They just did a bit much, I feel. And it gives the commentators They relied on them way too much. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But it just felt like I was just missing so much racing action because there was so much yeah. action in the race. Um mm-hmm. And then that and you know, back. I I appreciated like that interview that they did with like Sheena Texter. She's in like the yeah. I'm gonna forget. It's like that bike series. I just had the name, but I forgot it. Uh, Mo- not MotoGP, is it? No, it's like a, a bike series. It's like dirt bikes, but not Supercross. American Flat Track. Flat Track, That's yeah. It's kind of like Supercross, but they like also race on like dirt ovals and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Um, I've watched a couple of races of that. Um, but they had her on there. That was really yeah. cool to see. And they interviewed Catherine Legg at one point, I think, and mm-hmm. Christina Nielsen. Yeah, I really um, like that. But then they had, like, what, three interviews with Chase Elliott? And they probably had three or two with Jimmy Johnson, which I'm fine with that. I like Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jimmy's but, a big deal. Yeah, that that I understood. But let's go down to Marty Snyder, who's with Chase Elliott again. Let's yeah. go down to Kelly Stavith, who's with Chase Elliott again. Oh, Jeff Gordon's here? Let's talk to Jeff Gordon. They talked to Jeff Gordon and asked him about <laughs> Chase Elliott. What do you think about Chase Elliott? Oh, my God. Who Let's cares? ask Chase Elliott's personal trainer what he thinks about Chase Elliott. Like, oh, did my they God. Not, did they ever interview Chad Knauss? I, I don't think so. It. They might have. I didn't watch, like, obviously they, the whole thing. I would have liked to see that. Chad's funny. But. Yeah. But and Jeff Gordon's like, yeah, I don't plan on getting a race car anymore. And then it's like, he has nothing to talk about. Why are you talking to yeah. him? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'm probably more upset about that than I should be. It's just yeah. like. There were positives right. about the broadcast, though. I oh, loved sure. a lot of the talent on there. Me too. Like, obviously, Lee Diffie is great. Calvin Fish, I really have an appreciation for, and mm-hmm. because he has like a perspective of like he is a sports car racing like kind of expert. Like he's like, mm-hmm. like, 
like um i don't know what the word is but he like he knows what's going on across the ocean in the sports car racing world and he can kind of talk about that when he's talking about the imza races i really appreciate that as someone that's like a nerd about these cars like i want to know more about these cars calvin fish gives me that um they had now they had Lee Diffie Calvin Fish um for the start of the race and like the end of the race. That was like the and main Dale booth. Jr. And Dale Jr. <laughs> now which felt so random, but I loved it. It was at first I was I didn't like it because mm-hmm. I was like, Dale does not have enough to talk about sports car racing. And I felt like at some times he was just kind of he was trying to say stuff and he wasn't really adding to it. Cause he's yeah. great in the NASCAR booth. He fits right in. But for the sports yeah. car racing booth, I'm just like, even though he has done the Rolex before and stuff. Yeah. I. But as the later in the race went on, when he got mm-hmm. in his other stints in the booth, I warmed up to it. I thought yeah. he talked about side drafting because they were actually side drafting on the straightaways, on the mm-hmm. long Daytona straightaways. Um, I, th- I still think they probably should have put maybe like, I don't know. I think it's fine. He's Dale Jr. I, I'm not even surprised they did it. Um, right. I think he could have been better, but it is what it is. Um, they're like B team for broadcasting. Really, actually, I really liked. Um, so they had Dave Burns, and I normally don't like Dave Burns on play by play, like for the Xfinity races that are like yeah, not the Cup weekend. But him and Brian Till. Brian Till was like, I love Brian Till for some reason. I forgot he's, about him. He's yeah. also like a sports car racing expert. And I think he used yeah. to race back in the day. He, oh my God, he has so much information about these cars and this kind of racing. Like mm-hmm. even, I felt like even more than Calvin Fish, he was inputting into the, the commentary. And I just loved it. Plus him and Dave had really good chemistry especially during like the 3 a.m hours like the midnight hours of like yeah. when they had the night shift they their their uh their chemistry was just so good plus they had kyle petty and kyle, kyle so funny <laughs> kyle petty was unexpectedly amazing in the booth for imza because his knowledge yeah it's about nascar but really he has more of like a racer's input he has a lot of like appreciation for racing in general. Yeah, and like a driver's input. Like, yeah. but he's also funny, and, and it that works. too. Because again, during like the the midnight hours, they were a little less serious, of course. Oh yeah, he's making oh, fun God. of Larry Mack. It was great, as we yeah, said earlier. Dude, I loved it. That was probably my favorite part of the broadcast. Like right before I went to sleep, just me watching Imza. Dave yeah. Burns, Brian Till, Kyle Petty. They, I'm, they had somebody else. But um, they had Steve Latart in the booth at one point, but I think that was during the morning when I wasn't watching. Um, yeah, I did see that. Wow. It was good. Yeah, yeah. we talked about the Rolex so much. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about more than I thought we would, but... It was a big race, and it was important, and it was great. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to say the Rolex 24 great race i love that it like brings all these big names in motorsport mm-hmm. all together like yeah. we had scott dixon and the the indycar champion and the nascar champion on the same track yeah and like the that's, most that's really cool the most champions in nascar another driver um kamui yeah. kobayashi who's won lama uh mm-hmm. Mon Pablo montoya was uh, out there montoya like a goat 
Um, a yeah. few like XF1 drivers, Magnuson and Kubica. Um, that's another thing about NBC coverage. I didn't like, they did not cover enough of like the LMP2 and LMP3 races. Yeah, they weren't that good, but I feel like they didn't yeah. talk about the teams enough. They did talk about the like, GTD battle though. Which Oliver Askew and Spencer Piggott won yeah. in one of the series, and they're like mm-hmm. IndyCar drivers. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, overall, I. I have great appreciation for this race. Like I went into it thinking this year, I don't know if I'm going to really care about it this year, but I have left loving it as I do every year. Mm -hmm. Um, I love it more this year because I'm into IMSA now. I don't know if I'm going to watch the whole season. I just, it's not my thing. Yeah. It's hard to get into. Great appreciation for the Rolex 24 itself. Great. I'm definitely going to try to watch Sebring because it's on my birthday. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. It's on my birthday. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> I, anything, obviously, when Animal Crossing came out on my birthday, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> anything on my birthday, I'm just like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> so that's exciting. Last time, by the way, hmm? Jimmy Johnson talked about the Ally 4018 possibly doing endurance races. Oh. The last time a race was on my birthday, Jimmy Johnson won at oh. California. No way. I'm just saying. I'm just Jimmy, saying. Jimmy, do you hear that? Jimmy, it's time. Get in that damn car. Get Kamui. Ain't gonna be going yet. Get Kamui, get Simon. Going yet, so they could bring the true. whole team together. Because Jimmy has interest in IMSA. Like he said, he wants to do yeah. more. So Sebring's perfect. Get more experience. Get that You're Rolex going. next year. I'm just saying. And, I guess Ganassi wasn't at the test, but he has at uh, this recent test. But they he has run at Sebring with yeah, the testing the IndyCar. IndyCar's been doing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'd love to see that. I would watch. I would actually tune in if Jimmy Johnson ran that race. Yeah, I'm excited for Sebring. Um, I think because like the 12 hour and 10 hour like Petit Le Mans, um, those mm-hmm. are really good races. Like because they're endurance, but it's not a whole fucking day. Right. <laughs> Which is awesome. All right. Any last thoughts on Rolex 24? We talked a lot more. I thought we would. I, I know. I, I almost feel bad, but like, honestly, no. Nah. That Rolex no, 24 was great. That was a good segment. I'm, I like it, it made me really happy. Um, and mm-hmm. I've been struggling lately, but the Rolex made me really happy. Um, yeah. Also, I love Ricky Taylor. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And Wayne Taylor in the interview. Oh, my God. <laughs> he dropped an F-bomb on NBC. Mm-hmm. And then Ricky was like trying to put the mask on him because he wasn't wearing his mask. Ricky was trying to put a mask on his dad. I love that. I love that. It was very cute. It was so cute. Oh my God. I'm not crying. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to our predictions. The main uh, meat of this episode. (laughs) Hate using that word for this. (laughs) But um, yeah. Yeah, so we, like, organized all this in our document. Um, yeah, this is, like, get... the most organized we've ever been for an episode, believe yeah. it or not. Because Alex um, has been thinking about this for, like, months. I've been I thinking have. about this for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is true. Yeah. Um, let me just get... Because I wrote it down in my notes app. Because um, mm-hmm. we don't know what we picked yet. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do this exactly as we do our race picks. Um, we started this l- later episodes last year. So we're mm-hmm. gonna say our picks at the exact same time. So we're gonna start off with the big races. So Daytona 500, Indy 500, and Monaco. Yeah. Hold on. I'm changing <laughs> my mind on my one pick. Oh. 
because once you just, say it, you can't change it <laughs> yeah once i say it i can't change it okay i'm mm -hmm. ready for it the daytona 500's first up um, okay which it's a crap shoot it's going to be even crazier this year mm -hmm. there's gonna be so many cars that wreck um and we can give like a little explanation after if, we... if yeah if any explanation we have <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right okay so in three two one kyle bush ryan priest what ryan priest <laughs> ryan priest no He's man not... no, ryan priest isn't what? even locked into the daytona 500 <laughs> okay listen you're kidding no so i'll explain <laughs> i'll explain so 1990 right that was oh he's got the trends okay 1990 Derek cope wins the daytona 500 okay. <gasps> i know where this in is going. 2001 michael waltrip wins the daytona 500 oh, wow. 2011 trevor bain wins oh. the daytona 500 2021 ryan priest wins the daytona 500 if it's that... not ryan priest it's going to be some we're due for a cinderella story Corey lajoy <laughs> <laughs> Um, I could see it. They that team won Daytona in July. Just saying. I guess. I guess but, they did, huh? <laughs> so I write that in our documents. We remember. Um, I'm screaming. Yeah. So listen, it could be fucked over, and Priest not even make the 500 in the duels. I I'm aware, <laughs> but listen, I think we're due for Cinderella story. No, I, definitely with how crackhead the race is going to be too. Yeah, and I will say that I did have a second prediction, but I'm gonna go up really quick. Uh, Chase Elliott won the championship, right? Bill Elliott won the championship in 1988. 1989, a driver who had been trying forever to win the 2500 finally won, Daryl Waltrip. Mm -hmm. My second pick was either Kyle Busch or Brad Keselowski to finally yeah. uh, get that W. Yeah, because they've been trying for a long time. I've had this all in my brain for a while oh. now. <laughs> yeah, because I picked Kyle so, Busch for that exact reason. Um, yeah, I, I keep forgetting, by the way, that it's the 20th anniversary um, coming up of Dale Earnhardt's death, which yeah. I'm surprised we don't we're not seeing any throwbacks or me, like I'm like I'm surprised Austin Dillon might not have something for it. Like, yeah, you know, maybe he will. Maybe we just haven't seen it yet because, you know, it, it's a big deal. I think I think right. every 10 years it's important for us. Like in 2011, Michael Waltrip had his he read the truck race. Yeah, won the truck race too, and I think in the yeah. cup car he had a throwback to it, um, or some like memorial I think scheme. He, I think he ran like the fifteen again, like the same font or something. Yeah, and it was like a memorial scheme or something. Um, yeah, which I think that's important for our sport, in my opinion. Like I know some people like get get over Dale, but like I don't know. I just think I just think twenty it's... years is quite a long time, and yeah, like the ten year anniversary should definitely um. I'm sure they'll do something like pre-race at the very least. Yeah, definitely. Maybe lap three will have a salute again because I think they'll they'll probably do like the three, like everyone yeah, be doing that or which, something. Which that would be, that would be awesome. Um, or maybe before the race they bring out a Dale Earnhardt car to lead the field or something. That would be I cool. Think, they, they maybe Richard that. Childress can drive it. Yeah. Or uh, get Dale Junior. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Junior ain't doing anything. But That's true. He's gonna be at home the, uh, with Amy. I mean, Jeffrey Earnhardt might be available considering yeah. what he's done lately. <laughs> but um, isn't Jeffrey, didn't Jeffrey get a ride with? I don't know. I was just referring to him posting on Snapchat, him going like 80 miles per hour on the interstate. Right. Oh, yeah. But like, yeah. <laughs> didn't he get a like, ride with like Gibbs or not Gibbs? Um, 
some Xfinity team. I think he might be at uh, JD, maybe again. I don't know. It might be that. I don't know. He's going to get into the NASCAR Hall of Fame on a fan vote one of these days. So. Oh, God, probably. Um, but yeah, I picked Kyle Busch just because it felt like right. Like, I was just trying to think of what was right. So I almost picked Hamlin for the third straight, but the race is going to be too crazy for that. Yeah. I changed my pick from Ryan Blaney last minute because I was like, Blaney's good at these plate tracks. He can probably... Blaney could definitely win this race. It just didn't... probably... Yeah. If things change the last couple of years, he could have three Daytona 500s already. Yeah. So... It's just like Ryan Blaney doesn't have that kind of luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like it just didn't make any sense to me. But mm-hmm. Kyle Bush, he just had a really bad season. Kyle mm-hmm. Bush is the type of driver to have rebounds. And I think, you know, he won yeah. Texas last year. He's had an off season. I think he's gonna come back and finally get the Daytona five hundred. Um, that's my only reasoning though. Yeah. Well, he was it, he finished second twenty nineteen. Yeah. Like, he's good at play tracks, so. And I could see either Bush or Kozlowski, because like I said, those are my second picks. Kozlowski, probably more likely. If if the Gibbs are up front, it's Bush. But if the Pinskys are up front, I say Kozlowski. Mm -hmm. I think think either a long, non-winning streak's going to break, or we're going to have a Cinderella story. Yeah. It just feels like that, you know? Mm -hmm. I can see that. All right, well, moving on to the biggest race in um, the world. I guess that's what I think is mm-hmm. the birthplace of motor racing, kind of um, the Indianapolis 500. Um, All right. So I have mine. You have I yours. Have mine. All right. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Alexander Rossi. Wow. Joseph Newgarden. Garden. Uh, mm-hmm. I almost picked Newgarden, but I was like, it's not. Nope. It's not the year. It's not I, the year. It doesn't feel like I, it. I think it's the year. Okay. I think it is. Yeah. I picked Rossi because fuck, I keep messing up the dot but i picked rossi because he's it's been coming for him obviously he has the 2016 win but i know he wants to go out and just win it um, right. especially these last few years also the same kind of logic with kyle bush I, I rossi had a terrible year last year i think he's right due for a rebound plus he just won the rolex 24 True. i think that's really important for him just mm-hmm. mentally um he's and he ran really good stints in the Rolex, too. I just think he's going to have a great year. Um, right. I think he'll go start the IndyCar season off well. Um, he'll have Texas before Indy to get that oval racing, he, you know, to to kind of refine his craft. I mm-hmm. think he'll go into Indy with some momentum, and I think he's finally going to win it um, again. Um, right. Yeah. Because like, It doesn't really feel like he's won it. To be quite honest, I, like because he's no one knew won it. who he was. I didn't know who he was. Yeah, exactly. He was just so, a rookie, and you know, he's put in incredible performances too. Mm-hmm. So, right. but Joseph, I can, I the thing is, I feel like he's always the the few years he's been at Penske, he's always not the fastest Penske car. I feel like at Indy specifically, yeah, at Indy, like. It's always no, either Simon or Will, I mm-hmm. feel like. Um, watch it be... I, uh, I will say that last year, he Joseph had an incredible car. And his pit stops, mm-hmm. they were gaining spots every time. I think they're going to build on that. And this year, yeah. they're going to close the deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. What you got for Monaco? All right. You ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Max Lewis Verstappen. Hamilton. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What a surprise. I'm being bold. 
Being bold. Yeah, that's a bold pick, huh? <laughs> I chose Verstappen because I feel like he hasn't won Monaco yet. And mm-hmm. Verstappen, there's potential for him to just keep getting better and he'll have a better season. And there's also potential that Red Bull will just bring a really good car to Monaco um, and that yeah. Max will qualify on pole. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Max will get it. He almost got it in 2019, I think. He just obviously couldn't pass Lewis because it's Monaco. <laughs> right. So I think Max can get it. Um, but if not Max, obviously Lewis. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think those are the only two picks that I could like, mm-hmm. e- like in all earnesty actually pick yeah. for that race. It definitely won't be Valtteri because he'll mess up in qualifying. So. <laughs> You're like so half mean the race is on Saturday, so <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, that was fun. Um, that was fun. Okay. A, a lot of mine are like drivers that like had success at the end of last year, and they're like kind of building on, hopefully, right. getting back to being really good. Um, so then our next category um, is like our top three driver changes of each season, and I had trouble kind of like figuring out what this meant because at first i was like is this like the top ones in points um but for us it's just going to be like the most uh, subjective like success like improvement yeah um or so, just like big story or yeah. in general just like you know good vibes mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't so know how to word it this includes like basically any new driver and team pairing so like mm-hmm. for f1 it's like ricardo perez uh schumacher at haas the other guy at haas <laughs> um alonzo at Re- reno because it's new for this season um yeah yeah like should we Sonoda. start with should we start with our number threes and like yeah. work up yeah we might as well okay. do that and we'll just yeah i guess we'll just keep going um so i, I kind of did mine on like what i'm most interested in looking forward to and like what i think will be most impactful mm-hmm. kind of sort of similar sort of thing yeah all right, so my third, three, two, one, Sonoda. Haas. Just oh, you Haas just in general. the whole Haas team? Okay, that's yep. fine. Haas that's in fine. general. Okay, I see that. Um, my number two is Perez. Oh, we're doing them all together. Okay, hold on. Uh, I had Aston Martin and Vettel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we are doing it all together. We'll, we'll talk yeah, about sorry. it. Sorry. Um, yeah, you're good. Okay. And number one. Number one, I have Ricardo. Ricardo. Oh, let's go. Yeah. Ricardo. I, I, just, I know you're hyped about Ricardo next season. I am. Yeah. I very much so am. Um, I'm just writing their three letter names because I'm lazy. <laughs> but um So let's start with uh let's start with uh Sonoda for you. Yeah, so my I don't know enough about him to I don't either rank him. <laughs> <laughs> I listen. Listen, I like his vibe. I love mm-hmm. AlphaTauri. He was really good in F two last season. Like he only had one year in F two, and they're already moving him up. So he's obviously pretty good. Oh wow! So did he win the championship? Uh, nah. Schumacher won the championship. Oh okay, um, okay. So that's that's your pick. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm excited about uh, Sonoda. I think he's gonna. I think what. Alpha Tori wants is for him to match Pierre because Pierre has really been bringing the Alpha Tori up the grid. Mm-hmm. Um, if they have a second driver to do that, they could possibly challenge for top half in points. You know, That'd be cool. If they have a really good season. Um, you don't think that this is another Red Bull moving a young driver up too fast, right? It probably is. 
because he's pretty young, right? Let's be honest, it probably is. But <laughs> um, he seems pretty talented. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll be fine. I don't know. We'll mm-hmm. just have to see. Um, this could easily bite me in the ass. Like when we revisit these in November or December. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I'll probably be like, damn, I put way too much Oops. faith in him. <laughs> Um, so what about Haas for you? Why do you think Haas is going to so, have like a really? I've been game? watching a lot of Drive to Survive. Um, oh yeah, the Haas team is really funny to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, Grosjean is going probably to IndyCar. It sounds like, and then Kevin Magnussen's in IMSA now. So Haas got an all new lineup. Yeah, and I think that Gunther, that how you pronounce his name? He's going to be fucking pissed off. Yeah, he's going to be pissed off all season as usual. Um, I think Schumacher's going to do pretty good from what I've understood. Yeah. The other guy, who does not deserve this ride, let's just be frank yeah. about it. Um, I think Mazepin and Gunther are just gonna butt heads. He's like, "Why the fuck did you do that again?" Like, <laughs> you fucking cocksucker wanker! You, you gotta stay the fuck <laughs> off your phone. Like something like that's gonna happen. It's gonna make Drive to Survive, and I'm gonna fucking die. So, I, I mean, think yeah. that they are. You know, we we watched Drive to Survive when we were together. Mm-hmm. Like Haas was like fifth. Like what the hell? Yeah, now they're like at the bottom. So now they have an all new lineup. I'm very curious how this is gonna go. I I think Schumacher, it sounds from what I've heard, he won the F2 championship, as you said. Uh Uh, he could do good. I think Mazepin's just gonna be a very controversial, um, might be another rich energy sort of situation. He's gonna be controversial, not only obviously off the track he's controversial, but on the track he's very controversial. Some of the stuff he's done in F2 is sus yeah like he's just very aggressive like like not good aggressive like dumb aggressive it's yeah it's good i he's gonna wreck that car i'm just saying he's just gonna wreck that car Dude, there's that grosjean wrecked a lot oh my god oh honey <laughs> oh honey they don't know what's coming but on the flip side i think schumacher can help them develop that car hopefully yeah but he's if oh that, that's the issue with Haas, though, having two young drivers. They don't have... Yeah. They need experience to build that team I think, back up. I think they should have tried getting Hulkenberg or just, like, someone. Yeah. Like, alongside Schumacher. I guess Mazepin brings money or something. Yeah. So, um, I that's probably why they or didn't even do that. Albon, and, Ferrari, like, and Ferrari probably won't shoot. Yeah, Al- Albon would have been cool. But I think he's with Red Bull still, so they... I don't know. But... Like, I think yeah. the thing that's going against your... I mean, I know you're kind of judging it differently, but, like, I feel like they're they're really not going to be successful this year because they're the second-worst car on the grid, and they have two new drivers trying to learn these F1 cars. I, right. I don't know, man. It just doesn't seem good. Um, number I'm just two, interested to see it. <laughs> number two, I find you're interesting. You put Vettel. I did put Vettel. Um, now, Racing Point is, like... They almost got third in the championship if it wasn't for mm-hmm. a penalty. And yep. Vettel is obviously like the second most experienced, well, third most experienced driver on the grid. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense in theory. But Vettel had a rough season last year. Now, of course, Ferrari was mm, mm-hmm. crackhead. Um, something going on with that team. Yeah. Um, but that's, I want to hear your reasoning. So I think Sebastian Vettel is going to have an outbreak season. Like, He's going to break out. Just great season. I think he's going to be on par with Perez and probably win a race or two. I can see I, him on the podium at best. Yeah. Like, I... He's going to be so much happier, I think. Oh, yeah. He'll definitely be happier. 
So I think he's going to run better. And like these, the Aston Martin, the Racing Point, now Aston Martin, they are going to continue what I think they have been doing. I think I think he's going to get a win at the very least, mm-hmm. for sure. I I think he'll. I think Vettel has potential to be on podiums. I don't mm-hmm. think he'll compete for wins too much because my belief is that McLaren will overtake Racing Point as like the third best car. I think um, so. And my reasoning for that is like Lando is getting better, and then Ricardo is Ricardo. Like he's the the atmosphere Dan- of the team. Daniel was getting Renault on podium quite a exactly. lot. Exactly. Like he's going to take that. McLaren so was high. pretty much higher. Um, I didn't put Red Bull by the way. I don't think Perez is going to do much significant. Yeah, I, I put Perez. Yeah. I. I put that as like a kind of like I think he'll have more success than he did at Racing Point, maybe. And I think he'll do better than Gasly and Albon. Yeah, I don't think he's going to light the world on fire like some people seem to. Yeah, think. I just think he'll have he'll have the tools to get more podiums now. That's the thing. Like, yeah, like I could I, see him finishing third quite a yeah. lot, but I I don't think he's gonna like challenge Max. Yeah, he I, definitely won't I challenge. Max. I don't see that. I think, I think what would be good for him is to beat Valtteri a lot, because then that gives Red Bull kind of a fighting chance in the constructors, kind of, not really, better positioned, yeah. Like Lewis will still win most of the races, and honestly, that's what you need to do to win the championship. You need those Mm -hmm. win points, but it'll make it more interesting. Um, so I put Paris, and we both put Ricardo, which again we talked about that. McLaren, the the McLaren stocks are going up. Like <laughs> they are, they are, both in IndyCar and F1. They're going straight they're to going the moon up. here. They like that that whole team. The atmosphere has to be great, especially with that new driver, Daniel, Daniel and Lando. Is me so such a fun pairing, and I I think Daniel's going to boost Lando up, and Lando's going to boost Daniel yeah. up. And they had a good end um, of the season. Yeah, like they were definitely. running good at Abu Dhabi. So you know. What have you done for me lately? They've been fast. Mm-hmm. So they're on the upswing, I think. Um, and they're going to the Mercedes power unit. Um, Are they? I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, well, so, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think there are some <laughs> issues with that because, like, they froze development for a lot of stuff in 2021 before the new car. And I think McLaren oh. has to waste some of their development points on, like, getting that new engine in. So they might fall behind a little bit. I don't know, but I just have faith in them. I think they'll be right. fine. <laughs> you know? I think, you know, I think Daniel, just like Vettel, could probably sneak a win too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like Hamilton, like we saw a lot of crazy races last year. I think if that continues and Hamilton has like an issue or something, yeah, I could see it. I could see it. Mm-hmm. Definitely, and we'll have more races on the calendar too this year. Yeah, um, apparently twenty three, crazy like. Um, some of them still subject to change, of course, because yeah. COVID. Um, we don't know for sure if Monaco's even happening, but you make it, yeah. You were telling me you make it made it sound like it was. It seemed happen. likely. I saw something on Twitter because the Formula E, like they released their schedule or something, and Monaco was on there. So mm-hmm. you know. we should have put one of us should have put COVID as the winner for COVID for the Monaco yeah. GP. <laughs> Yeah, I thought about. I guess if it does get canceled, we could just like go back and be like predict who wins Silverstone, which right, 
Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> not like his home country, answer. bro. He ain't going to not win in his home country. Um, so how about IndyCar? IndyCar is really interesting because it's hard. Like, there's so many. Oh, so it's such close competition. I did the same thing, like, what I'm more interested in rather than, like, where they're going to rank. So. I thought of it as, like, the most improved or, like, the biggest. Uh, yeah, the biggest kind of storyline, I guess. Yeah. So, so number, number three, three Rosenquist at McLaren. I put Grosjean at Coin slash Rick Ware, potentially. Oh, interesting. Uh, Kevin Lee kind of confirmed that on, on the IMSA. broadcast. The, the yeah. Rolex 24. <laughs> yeah. So I put Grosjean just because I think he's going to be a lot happier. Yeah. It's like he, apparently he's only doing the road courses. This is like isn't confirmed yet as of recording this, but um, I think he's going to be a lot happier. And he's going to be more appreciated by like American fans, I feel like, than he was in F1. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll talk about mine after all three. Um, yeah, let's just do what we did before. Yeah. Number two, I have McLaughlin. I have Alex Pillow at oh, Ganassi. Yeah. You know, Pillow did really outperformed. I should, because so. didn't he drive for coin last year? Did he? Was that that team? I think it was. The 55? I, I think, think it was so. Dale Coyne. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I feel like we should know that, but... We should. <laughs> anyway. we, we're like, oh, we love IndyCar. We don't even know all the damn teams. But I know most of the teams, though. Pillow really outperformed whatever team he was at. <laughs> it was um, definitely Dale Coyne, because I'm pretty sure he was Ferrucci's teammate. Really? I'm pretty sure. Mm. Well... What, whichever team he was at, he was outperforming it for sure yeah, because definitely. he was sometimes up in the top five. Oh, yeah. Was like, like at Road so. America, he was doing really good. And now he has CGR, so mm-hmm. he'll be really good. That was a good pick. I should have picked him. It's okay. Then number one. Number one, I have Hinch at Andretti full-time. I didn't even – I was telling you last night. I'm not even going to list that. I have Scott McLaughlin and Jimmy Johnson <laughs> switching from NASCAR and Supercross respectively. Oh, wow. And by the way, Scott McLaughlin's driving driving PPG colors. You said you, you said Supercross, and I was like, "What? Supercars? <laughs> Supercars?" <laughs> I, I was didn't like, say "Cross." Did what? I? You did. I might have. I'm pretty sure you did. Damn. Um, viewers, yeah. did he say Supercross? Come on. <laughs> yeah, Australian <laughs> Harrison. Australian Australian Harrison Burton Jet Lawrence is coming over. Oh my God, love him. <laughs> um, who so, did I put? I put Hinch at. I feel like. Because he left off at Smith Peterson um, before they turned into McLaren on kind of bad terms. Yeah, he just he wasn't running that good. Like he was okay, mm-hmm. but now he's at Andretti. He ran really good at St. Pete in the twenty six. Mm-hmm. Um, now he's full time. I think he'll be running really good. Top fives, maybe. Um, definitely mm-hmm. easy top ten points. Um, oh yeah, he'll be sure. up there. He'll be up there. Um, I'm excited for him. That's why I think he'll be the biggest like new driver change of the season. Yeah. Um, so talk about Rosenquist for a second. Why'd you put him at number three? Going to Well, McClare? I think that was Baez because I love him. Um, but yeah. also, I think I think McLaren, obviously with Pato, is really mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. Um, Felix has he won he has a win. Pato doesn't have a win yet. He has a win. He won at Road right. America. He beat Pato. Um, Pato should probably have several wins, though. He's been yeah. very close. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, no, I think, yeah, it was a little bit biased because I feel like there's probably Alex Polo is probably a bigger deal. Um, yeah, that's the 10 car, Ganassi. Yeah. So, but I think Rosenquist I, now he's more of a number two than a number. Well, he was number two. Never mind. I shouldn't have picked well, him. It's okay. <laughs> I think Pato Award outruns McLaren's actual equipment. Mm, probably. Yeah. I I don't think McLaren's is because I don't think they'd be running it much better than Schmidt Peterson did when it was just yeah, them. That's true. Like Robert Wickens was running very, very good mm-hmm. before he had his injury, but um I and you know, Hinchcliffe was kinda like mid pack most of the time. I and he you know, he had a win here and there, sure, mm-hmm. but I think just I think Pato's just outrunning it. And I you know, Oliver Askew is super talented and has championship material, but he did not run on that seven car at all. Yeah. So I'm just kind of wondering if it's not like a Red Bull situation, maybe, where it's like one car is good and the others maybe not. You know, yeah. Red Bull I, would dispute that. But um I I don't know. I, I think Pato is just that good and that mm-hmm. second car is just not as he good. He definitely is. Um, we'll see how Rosenquist does. I think he'll do better than Askew. But yeah, definitely. Like I think he might yeah. bring McLaren up to where both cars are fighting for like higher positions. Right. And then Scott McLaughlin. Well, let's talk about Jimmy Johnson first, because we both have McLaughlin here. Jimmy Johnson is going from NASCAR, seven-time champion in NASCAR, going to IndyCar. Going to run the road courses and street courses. I think he's just going to be happier. I don't know if he's going to win or compete, really. I think yeah. he's going to get it toward the end of the season. I mean, season. he was so happy better. at the Rolex. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen him that happy in years. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's going to be a really cool move. We haven't. I've never really seen a NASCAR driver go from NASCAR to IndyCar. Yeah. We've seen a lot of Indy and F1 go to NASCAR, but we've never seen the opposite. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm really excited to see how that goes, especially with Jimmy Johnson, who's, I would say, the greatest of all time in NASCAR. Yeah, he's, I think, in terms of performance, he's got talent. It's just going to take him a while to really get used to these cars. And unfortunately, IndyCar does not have that many races. So it's going to take him, it, may, it might be after the season, you know, like. Yeah, you think he has Nash- a two-year contract. Jimmy yeah. will be back next year for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, he's not doing the ovals, which, I mean, it doesn't really matter to, 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 towards his road course performance. Um right. But I think this Indy car seat time will just make him a better driver in general. It'll make him better for the Rolex, I think. I, I think it'll just give yeah. him more experience and more, even more maturity, like with these different mm-hmm. kinds of automobiles. And um, yeah, um, McLaughlin, I think, honestly, similar story with him. Um, yeah, he, I agree. He was a little bit slow at St. Pete, but obviously, I think. He's got so much, literally same exact situation as Jimmy Johnson. He's got so much but, talent. But Scott's he, younger and has so much more time. Yeah, he's going to figure improve. out these cars probably faster, and he's he's at Penske. I mean, they're yeah. going to give him great cars. Um, he's got some of the best teammates in the business. I think within two, three years, if Scott decides to stay in IndyCar, he's going to be winning races. Yeah, he's he, just, he could win he's a championship. incredible talent. I agree. He's an incredible talent. Like, best case scenario, he... Um, well, he will be fighting Joseph for championships and stuff, and Dixon, <laughs> right. if Dixon's still racing. I'm excited to see how Scott does in this number three car. PPG, Chevrolet, Team Penske. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm very, I don't know. We have two drivers, two champion drivers 
switching from their primary series over to IndyCar. And you have also Grosjean. Yeah, Grosjean F1. coming from F1. IndyCar is so, so cool. I love IndyCar. I know. So cool. like, it's like the Rolex. we got all these all-stars coming <laughs> over for exactly. the whole season. It's so exciting. So on to NASCAR. Yeah. Which we have three lot. more. <laughs> there's, a like, lot. there's a lot of new NASCAR driver team combos. There's two new teams entirely. Yeah. Like, three new I, teams, actually. We forgot about a... Oh, yeah. That, who's in the 78? BJ McLeod. Like he's driving? Yeah. Oh. It's like it's Matt Tiff and uh, BJ McLeod. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect. It, it is the return of the number 78. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> um, Listen, that's, they have a good record in the championship book. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. All right. You well, ready? Uh, number three? Number three, I have Kyle Larson. I have, of course. Of course. No, leave me alone. <laughs> I, have, I have Eric Jones going to RPM. Not Alex because it. Bitch. <laughs> I like. So we're on like a face call, like face cam call. We can see each other. I like glared at him. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Of course. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I, I, put, I, <laughs> I put Eric Jones at RPM. I don't think he's going to win. I think he's going to win like a Talladega race. But mm-hmm. I think he's going to be happier being free Kyle Larson kids. is a mental illness. <laughs> okay, Zach, talk about Kyle Larson's. I did no. not put Kyle Larson Look. because you messaged me earlier. Talking about Kyle Larson should be illegal. <laughs> that was a quote from, from you. So... Let's talk about it. Okay. There's, it's not it's not illegal for the next five minutes. Go ahead. I <laughs> well, I think he'll be better than what Jimmy was doing in that car because it's basically the 48 team from last year, and Jimmy yep. almost made the playoffs. Like, let's be real. Well, every, like half the fields allowed in the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm not saying he's going to be great. I don't. I honestly, if he does want to race, it'll probably be dirt Bristol or normal Bristol or. I agree. Um like a short track probably or something with a low downforce package obviously um he's decent at road courses and there's a lot of road courses that's true he's unsurprisingly or surprisingly good at road courses so yeah like the charlotte roval he's really good at um sonoma and rockins Glen, not so much coda i feel like he probably will i don't know if sonoma's even happening probably not um road america i think he might be pretty good at um and there's no fontana either yeah which he could win at like Michigan. Yeah. That's still there for one race. Um maybe Daytona Road Course. We'll we'll just see. We'll see. Um I think I don't now will he do better than what he did at Ganassi? I feel like him being out of the car for a year and just, you know, he went from the number one at Ganassi to mm-hmm. well, he's not number one at Hendrick. He's no might not he's, even be number two. He might be number four. <laughs> I don't think he's number four. Well, you know, Jeff well, Gordon's wanted him forever, though. He's probably going to get yeah. quite a lot. But in terms of actual funding, I don't know how they fund their race teams. But I, you know what? He might go above William Byron in terms of like who's favored there. I think Byron might be at the bottom of the totem pole now because Jeff Gordon has Chase. They have Chase Elliott, duh, number one. Yeah, Bowman is really liked by Ally, and yeah, Ally's like they have all that money. Ally money. And then you have. Kyle Larson, who's Gordon and Hendrick have wanted since day one. Mm-hmm. This is off topic, but if William Byron doesn't perform this year, he's out. That's anyway. Well, <laughs> it's weird because he's got money, like Liberty money. I think honestly, right. what I could see happening, not that 
Larson would well actually I could see them putting Larson in the 24 after they kick William I could definitely see that they they would have this year if Larson didn't have all the you know stuff around him right now that was definitely the plan if William wasn't here and if Larson didn't have sponsorship trouble they would definitely I think honestly if Larson performs well he'll get to but anyways um in like five years when Hendrick has to shake up the numbers again Larson will be in the 24 yeah um, I agree. I guess we'll do our other two, and then we'll talk more in detail. Yeah, well, we had to get Larson out of the way. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Number two is, for me, I have Bubba Wallace. I have Anthony Alfredo, different oh. motorsports. Okay. But because of John Hunter Nemechek. I don't care about Alfredo. I'm talking about Nemechek. Oh. Oh, so this is more for the team. Yes. I disagree. I think, well, <laughs> Nemechek's going to trucks for Kyle right. Busch. I think this is more about John Hunter Nemechek than oh. RM. I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, it's like, well, that's not really a cup guy. But <laughs> well, what, what's your number one? Well, my number one is Christopher Bell. Okay. I have Bubba Wallace. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, yeah. In terms of, I think in your, like, uh, with your kind of, like, What's it called? Most Your judgment? important. That's definitely the most important. Um, but in terms of like, I'm kind of trying to take in consideration on track stuff. I think Christopher Bell, um, he was pretty decent last year in the 95, especially at the low downforce tracks. He, he had no testing decent. either. Yeah. Um, and even at Texas, he was running like third. Like I, I think with Gibbs equipment and he has a lot of money behind him with Ream, Mm-hmm. He's gonna do pretty good. Um, the only issue is Gibbs had a a rough year last year, and that twenty team has been kind of the weakest link at Gibbs for a while. So it just makes mm-hmm. me a little nervous. Um, and I could easily look stupid with this pick, but I think Bell is gonna be really good. I agree. I think, you know, I just am kind of saying this by a. Uh... Yeah, I put Naughty Word Man as a, <gasps> the title for Larson in our document. Oh my god, I was... <laughs> um, anyway, I think Toyota, and you know, like five years ago, I would have never thought, seen Eric Jones leaving Toyota. But now, I think Toyota really likes Christopher Bell. They're going to oh, yeah. want to keep him. Like, they're not going to want to let him go. Like, they've let go a they're lot gonna of other people. They're going to make sure people. he's successful. Yeah, so I think that 20 car is actually going to be pretty good now. Um... I would, I'm kind of worried for like Martin Truex <laughs> in that regard. Yeah, but, he had a rough um, year last year, low key. Only I one think at Martin's role. The next one on the chopping block, like if Harrison Burton starts performing, I would say is Martin Truex. But he, he does have the best pro shops stuff. And he's a champion. Like it's so, JGR yeah. is such a mess. Unless Hamlin just goes to 2311, but we'll, we'll see. I have a bold but, prediction related to JGR, but uh-huh. we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, but yeah, Christopher Bell, I, I agree. I, I didn't put him. I put Jones over Bell. I went back and forth on them. Mm-hmm. I put Jones because I think he's just going to be happier overall. Yeah. Be a better career move. I think Bell, this was destiny. This, Duh. Yeah. This him is going to happen. Car. Yeah. So I didn't put that. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just touch on John Nemechek real quick. He went to cup too soon. Going mm-hmm. to the 38 car. And he kind of just wrecked a lot. Yeah. So now he has kind of a bad name, you know. Yeah. He's not really looked upon. 
if he goes to Kyle Busch Motorsports in the truck series and wins a damn championship or hell just win, do the chase Briscoe, win nine races and then lose whatever, who cares? But cause you know, yeah, the format. no one cares about but, the championship. The drivers don't. But if Nemechek does that, that could like really rehabilitize his uh, reputation. Right. Mm-hmm. I think this is a great career move for John Hunter Nemechek. If he just right. stayed another year in that 38 car and wrecked some more. Yeah. Like, like- he's what's that just, gonna do he's just he's gonna just become gonna, a meme like, yeah and then he's like gonna get kicked out of the ride for someone else for that ford once in that ride so i think this is an amazing career move and i think this could like let's say he just dominates and you know what they could say and Her- let's say harrison i think harris is gonna kick ass but let's say harrison just doesn't for some reason right in xfinity mm-hmm. they could say you know what john hunter you're gonna get the 19 car mm-hmm. like i'm just saying he has the cup experience already I love this move by John Hunter Nemechek. That's why I know that's why I put Alfredo as my number two because it's, you know, we're doing cup. That's weird because it's like not really about Alfredo, (laughs) but it's fine. It's fine. I'll let you do what you want. (laughs) I don't, I don't really like that move by front row. I don't know who else he would have gotten. So you, Alfredo's definitely not, obviously not ready for this. No. Like, and will he run a lot? Probably. I think he's going to make Nemechek look pretty good. Like, I, I like Anthony. I feel bad for saying that, but... I think he's going to wreck a lot, again, because mm-hmm. he's going to... I think Anthony's pretty... He's young. I think he's aggressive. He's going to mm-hmm. wreck... I, I mean, that's he's going to... The... He's going to be like Bubba Wallace when Bubba just got his first, like, big-time ride. He's going to yeah. try too hard. Yeah, it's not going to be pretty. He's going to wreck yeah. a lot. A lot of cautions, Um, which, you know... Yeah. NASCAR loves. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we can throw the caution again. Anthony Alfredo. <laughs> Woo! Um, Thank you. But yeah. But then let's talk about Bubba Wallace. This is kind of the biggest story I would feel yeah. coming in. Um, I put him in terms... I don't think he's going to, like... They're not going to be a top team. I don't um, either. I think... I don't... I'm a little... I think they can make the playoffs, but it won't mm-hmm. be, like a shoe in like he's gonna have to fight for the playoff spot you know like it'll be daytona and he'll have to run a good race i think i agree i completely agree i think he's gonna be like right around 16th in points i think he's gonna run a lot better mm -hmm. than he did in the 43 i think he's actually gonna have like top tens top fives obviously because toyota Um, is especially with all the sponsorship money they're having mm -hmm. that team is gonna be very well funded they have toyota they have gibbs alliance i think um I'm pretty sure that's what yeah. they're saying. So they're um, gonna he Bubba's gonna have a fast car. Um yeah. the only thing that could be holding him back is number one, if Gibbs and Toyota are on the downward swing, which I think they might be they off might of be. last year. Um Kyle Bush has been off the last two years, even if he did win the championship yeah. in twenty nineteen. Kyle Bush has been off. Hamlin was really the only one that did anything for Toyota last year. True X was off last year too. So it makes me a little nervous. Yeah. Why, why ugh, me having Bell and Wallace here is just makes me a little nervous. Yeah, you have two Toyotas home. on your list here. In hindsight, yeah. that's probably not smart, but because Chevrolet's kind of on the upswing. If you look at Chase yeah. Elliott and mm-hmm. whoever else is in Chevrolet, I don't remember. Um, I really, really hope the best for this twenty three eleven team. Mm-hmm. Bubba Wallace, like it's important for our sport. It's very important for the sport. It's important for Bubba Wallace, I think. Yeah. Just as like him personally in his career, if he doesn't perform here, it's, I, I oh, it might be a done. God, and he's got like, so much pressure on him. 
Yeah, he has the whole everyone. Everyone in America knows him by now. Everyone sure. in America knows him. Like even if you don't watch NASCAR, you know who Bubba Wallace is, and you probably and a lot hate of people him, hate him. Unfortunately, yeah. So, and I think he's still like got. He's probably got stuff as a driver. He still needs to work on. Yeah, and I don't, how is he going to do was, that? When Eric Almarola got injured and Bubba filled in, he was not ready mm-hmm. to go into Cup at all, and. So he's kind of been behind, kind of like Daniel Suarez. Similar situation. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I hope the best for them. I think it's going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope he gets a win before Eric Jones does. Yeah, That's my biggest fear right now. <laughs> I think we mentioned it on another episode, but we think Eric Jones is going to win like at Talladega or something. Or I think Talladega... I'm thinking Talladega Spring, Eric Jones. Is and then game. all of the people on Twitter that don't even watch NASCAR, I'm like, see, Bubba had no talent. Yep. That's the fear right now. So I'm, yeah. And, you know, he probably doesn't want to admit it, but I'm sure he's thinking about that. Like, I don't know. I'm really hopeful that this team does well, but. Like, he's got the tools yeah. to succeed. I think Bubba just needs to work on himself and, like, really... I think he's been pretty decent and not letting mm-hmm. stuff get to him. Like, honestly, just from seeing his tweets. Like, but oh, yeah. in the past, he struggled with depression and mental illness. Yeah. Which I kind of forgot about till now. I I think yeah. that's the closest I felt to Bubba Wallace when at the All-Star race when he was, like, crying, hugging Blaney and stuff. That was... That was awesome. Um Yeah. And now I love let's, him a lot more because I just remembered that. <laughs> so let's touch on track house racing. Let's yeah, I was going to touch on that. Um, let's write it down in our doc too, so we like can look mm-hmm. back on it. What I do we think, think about make track house? I don't. I don't either. think they'll make. They're, they're getting like germane equipment. Is that what it is? I would assume so because it's basically another children's car. Yeah, I mean, what my understanding is. Yeah, they got money, and I think they'll. And be Justin Marks is very smart. But I, I think one day the they can be a playoff team. They have the backing of Pitbull. They have a lot of like you know flashy stuff on yeah. social media. I just I'm, don't see it. I'm worried about them. Actually, I feel like they're going to be a flop, and I think I hope not. But I, yeah. I'm nervous for Suarez because this is this is Suarez's make or break, just like Bubba Wallace. It's really. been make or break for Suarez. I feel like, like. I thought he was done last year. Oh my I, god, yeah. But I'm so glad he has this chance, but man. It's another he, chance. But in defense of Daniel. Suarez deserves it. Daniel in defense of Daniel, it, he has not had a consistent ride. No. <laughs> like, he doesn't have time to develop with a team. So hopefully this yeah. gives him that chance. And you know, um, we did talk about the 78 car as well. Uh, race fast or something. Live fast. Yeah. Which is the Matt Tiff BG McLeod team. I think they're going to be a backmarker. Well, yeah. I, feel like, I mean, I think they're going to be like, I don't know, race with Spire and Rick Ware. Yeah. Unfortunately. And let's be honest. BJ like, McLeod won't talk about the backmarkers, anyways. No. But BJ McLeod, like, I get why he's the driver, but I don't think he's going to, you know, escalate that team. I'd love to be proven wrong, but I think they'll get like a yeah. top 10 at Daytona or Talladega. Oh, yeah. Sure. Which totally they probably have before. Like, BJ, I, I feel like BJ's probably done that. <laughs> I see the 78 replacing the 32 car, which is no longer full time. That's basically yeah. what I see them as. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I think they're Ford too, aren't they? So who's in the I 32 actually, part time? Is that that? Uh, I don't think that's been announced. They're not running the 500. I thought it was, so. oh, they're not weird. Mm-hmm. Anyways, 
Now, uh-huh. Corey LaJoy is in the seven for Spire now, and the right. 32 said they're not going to run go fast, is not yeah. going to run the 500. Mm. I almost said something shady. <laughs> and I was, you know, the last time a new team has come into the sport, this is from, I got this from NBC Sports, so mm-hmm. don't think I just pulled it out of my ass, but <laughs> the last time a new team has come into the sport and won a race was Rick Hendrick in <gasps> 1984. You're kidding. No one has won a race wow. as a new team since Rick Hendrick. Yeah, I don't see. So the, the only team with a chance, I think, is Bubba's team, the twenty three eleven. I don't see it for right. this year personally. So I think it'll be fun. I'm gonna write these down here. This is just off the top of my head. I want us to put our points position prediction for the new three teams. Then we can see Ooh. where they go. And like, should we do like driver points? Yeah. Okay. Like uh, where, like what position they finish? Uh, well, that's great because this point system is very fair. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Um, I'll put. But... Let's see. For Bubba, I'll put 14th. For Trackhouse, I'll put 19th. Okay. For Live Fast, I'll put. I don't know where the hell. How far down does it go? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know how far. I'll put 35th. No, they have like 33 full time drivers in. Co- mm. I'll put 35th. I like 35th. I like that number. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to do one better than you. Just going to go up on you. Yeah. I'm going to say 13th for 2311. Uh, Trackhouse. I think 19th is pretty generous. Yeah. That's like where that's like where Tyler Reddick finished in points. Yeah. Like, I um, think that, well, that's at best case scenario. Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, probably I'm gonna like. Say, I'm going to say 24th. Oh, uh, that's probably better. I'll stick with my um, and live fast. I don't know. I'll go like 33rd. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Then let's do another question here. Add it beside your 14th on the dock. Do you think live? Does 2311 get a win? Nah. No. If they do, it will be Daytona or Talladega. But I just. Uh, or Martinsville. I'm going to say they get one win. I don't know where. I think he's going to get a win for me later in the season. I think he can win at Martinsville, but that'd be cool. Because Bubba's good. That's his best track. So if it's going to happen, it's going to happen at Martinsville. And it's a short track. It's Toyota. Like They can definitely do it at Martinsville. Right. Maybe, um, maybe right. even Bristol. Low key. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's he's led at Bristol quite a lot. He's good at Bubba short has. tracks. He's really good at and, short tracks. And the Gibbs cars are arguably the best at Bristol right mm-hmm. now. Like That's Kyle true. Bush always does good there, and um, Hamlin's been good there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And Truex has been very good on short tracks as well. So, yeah. Toyota has the Virginia a really ones. good short track package. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, just to recap there, you say 2311 Bubble Wallace finished 14th in points. I say 13th. Trackhouse, I'm saying 24th. You're saying 19th. Live Fast, I'm saying 33rd. You're saying 35th. Mm hmm. And we can see where we are in yeah. November. That'd be fun. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, moving on to our championship predictions. Oh, should we do our? We actually we have rapid fire. Oh, sorry. Do this? For... Yeah, let's do this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So these are really quick. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask Zach these questions. Yeah. Then I'm gonna stop him. <laughs> actually, give me. Let me give me a phone. Out. I'm gonna time you. You're gonna, gonna time me? Oh my yes. god. Then so I'm gonna tell he's you Chris stop. Myers, and I'm. DW. I'm gonna be more. I'm gonna be nice though. I'm gonna give you like thirty seconds. Good. Okay. I'll need okay. It. Are you ready? Yes. Rapid fire. 
One, two, three. Will Fox have a good throwback weekend? I don't know exactly what that means. They are running the Darlington Spring Race this year. Right. Like, will Fox have a good throwback weekend? Probably. No. Mm. <laughs> I, I don't Jackson know. I feel Todd like we're going to get some lame no. throwback schemes. Let's be honest. We're going to have some lame ones this year. Because last Fox year was going too good. To do, is Fox going to do the like uh, throwback like a uh, ticker on the top of the screen? Oh, probably. I hope not. I like vertical tickers. So. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. God, I hope not. But no, okay. last year was Time. too good for throwbacks. Yeah, no. Not this okay. year. No? Okay. Yeah. I, I agree. Okay, will NASCAR mandate good rules for the road courses, such as local yellows? Go. Hell no, because NASCAR is dumb. Our best case scenario, though, is by the time the playoffs come around with the Charlotte mm-hmm. Roval, they will change the rules because they've never I had agree. this many road courses in the season before. So they'll like... Totally agree. Like, it's kind of like the tubes come last year. They'll probably adapt midseason at best, yep. but I don't have faith in NASCAR to do that. I think Road America is going to fuck it all up and they're going to change it. Oh, yeah, exactly. Totally Dakota agree. and Road America are really long tracks. <laughs> so just saying. All right. And you are out of time. Okay. How many cars will finish the Daytona 500? Go. Ten. Ten. Any reason? Crackheadery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um bold prediction for 2021 go kyle bush will n- put interest in qu- into quitting nascar i won't say Ooh. announce but he'll i feel like rumors will come out that he will retire i could see him going to indycar i want to put him more as like i i feel like he obviously wants to go to the next gen car but i feel like kyle bush will be retiring be sooner so than later off. oh yeah i agree it wouldn't surprise me. Especially if he struggles this season. Which Time. Can happen. How many races will Lewis Hamilton win this season? Go. Twelve. <laughs> twelve? Mm, that's a good prediction. 12. That's, yeah, 12. that's about that's half. Good. That's solid. Okay. What will be the best race of this season? This can be in any of the Oh, this is so hard. There's so many races. It won't be F1. It will probably be... It don't. It won't be the Indy 500. It, I think Ooh, it could be NASCAR okay. at like mm-hmm. fucking Coda. Let's go. Coda? No, that's dumb. <laughs> Bristol Dort will suck. Um, I don't know. I'm saying Martinsville in the fall is going to be the best race of the year. But playoff yeah, but implications. You... Okay, give me an answer. Your past thirty seconds. I don't know NASCAR. <laughs> in, uh... <laughs> NASCAR at uh, Road America. Road America. I like that okay. better. That Coda race is going to suck. That race is going to suck because of the rules and they're going to change it. It's okay. As long as um, they don't wreck. Okay. So. Same question, but what'll be the worst race of the season? The Go. Texas All-Star race. <laughs> That's <laughs> a easy. good answer. <laughs> that was easy. Easy answer. Easy answer. <laughs> God. Oh my God. <laughs> or... Ugh. um. Nah, IndyCar, they don't have shitty races that much. Okay. Opinion. Trying to think if I have any other funny... We should, do the All-Star? Ha- we should do the how many cars will wreck every like restrictor plate race. I know. They, we should. That'd be fun. But you know, Matt Weaver tweeted... I don't know if it was Matt Weaver, but someone tweeted over the weekend during the Rolex that NASCAR needs to have a multi-class race. They yeah, should do that for the All-Star that. race. Or the Clash. That'd be fun. I would love to see it on an oval, actually. I feel like that would be really interesting. 
Did you like the rapid fire questions? I that was fun. That was fun. Because Nick and you have to think that fast. Is like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm very indecisive. We should like come up with like questions every week That's what or I was something. Thinking. That was fun. That was I like so that. fun. We're doing that. I hope the yeah. I hope the, I hope the uh, listeners thought that was fun. Yeah. Listeners, tell us what you thought of that. I think yeah, it was really was funny. Really fun. And I got to see I like we're on Zoom and I'm watching you. You were like dumbfounded for a bit on one of the questions. Yeah. It was fun to watch. Speaking of, I'm gonna tweet out after we tweet out this podcast, I'm gonna tweet out to the viewers. So mm-hmm. y'all, um <laughs> I don't know why I'm referring to y'all in third person. Um I'm gonna like I'm gonna have y'all give us your predictions in a tweet or whatever. Um We'll see how wrong you are and how right we were. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we're going to look at those in December and make fun of y'all. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Get, get fucked. <laughs> no, All right. right. Let's, let's do our championship the picks. We're going to do, do our top four in each series. Yeah, <clears throat> F1, IndyCar, NASCAR. All, All right. right. So, so let's start with fourth again. How we'll about, say it at the same time. How about, yeah, we just list them off with no explanation. Just kidding. Okay. Um, all right. So number fourth, I have Daniel Ricardo. Are we doing it at the same time? We're just going to list yeah. them all off? Okay. Yeah, like I'll do fourth and then like you, I'll say fourth, you say fourth and then. Okay. Okay. So yeah. in fourth for F1, I have Daniel Ricardo as well. Okay. Yeah. We're on the same page about that. Third, I have Valtteri Bottas. I also have Valtteri Bottas. Oh my god. Second, I have Max Verstappen. Second, I have Max Verstappen. <laughs> and first, I have George Russell. No, Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> I was going to do that. I have first Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Sir Lewis Hamilton. Sir Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> well, <laughs> so Max, I think Max will beat Valtteri. I think so. As Max is on the upswing, Valtteri's on the downswing. Daniel's going to have a really great year at McLaren. McLaren's on the upswing. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll definitely do better than Perez. Yeah, we're on the same page. It's pretty yep. simple because, again, yeah. this will probably be Valtteri's last year at Mercedes, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I think so. George um, Russell will probably be in that card next year. Yeah, because Max is already getting the better of Valtteri a lot, um, in the, especially the later half of 2021. Um, mm-hmm. And that's when Max <laughs> even had some mechanical issues. So, yeah. Right. Okay. Max Verstappen is just getting better and better. Um, but yeah, IndyCar. Um, I have changed mine so much, but yeah, this is not final. I have a little. I have some things to say about IndyCar. Good it's things. so competitive. It's so competitive. There's like eight drivers who could win this team championship. Oh my god! Yeah, I almost <laughs> want to change mine again, but I won't. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, I can't. Okay. Fourth, I have Colton Herta. Fourth, I have Colton Herta. What the fuck? <laughs> I think we have the exact same one. I'm betting that. That's my prediction. We have the exact same one. Third, I have Pato Award. Third, I have Scott Dixon. Oh, okay. Second, I have Scott Dixon. Second, I have Pato Award. And first, I have, <laughs> say it with me, Joseph Newgarden. Joseph Newgarden. Joseph Newgarden. I knew it. Okay. We just searched around <laughs> second and third. Okay. Yeah. Look at us. Let's so look weird. at us. Um, um, so... Here I have so I have a trend. I have a stat. Mm-hmm. I'm channeling stat. my inner Avery Hage. Your Joseph Newgarden has never lost the championship in the number two car. That's true. And he's back in that number two this year. He has won it every other year in his mm-hmm. Penske tenure. Yeah. Um, and it's a it's a more normal year than last year because honestly, I wonder if the COVID start messed him up at the beginning. It of might the have. And like some of his tracks, that he's really good at weren't there. Yeah. Too. 
Mm-hmm. He had a sloppy start, and I think he's going to get that figured out this year, and he's going to yeah. be right on pace with Dixon. Mm-hmm. So I have Pato in second because I think he's going to just really bring it this year. He's yeah. going to be more consistent. Same with Colton. Both of them are – I think it's going to be a four – like any of the top four could be eligible for the championship in the final race this year. Right. I think Pato and Colton are going to step up. They're going to be right on Dixon and New Garden Seals all year. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? You could throw in Alexander Rossi. I think he's going to rebound this year. Mm-hmm. Simon Pagano, Will Power. Hell, James Hinchcliffe. James Hinchcliffe, definitely. I think you can throw him in there. Felix um, Rosenquist, Alex Pullout. You could throw in so many people yeah, who could run really good. One of these IndyCar drivers could just have a breakout year. You never yeah. know. And that's the exciting yeah. thing about IndyCar. Um. And especially, so, like, I think Scott Dixon mm-hmm. is just so good right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think it's going to be hard for Pato to, like, outmatch him. Um, right. I think Pato's going to clean out some mistakes and is going to yeah. take the next step. If, if I had to change anything, I'd probably put Rossi in the top four somewhere. Probably Me fourth. Me too. Yeah, because I think I, Rossi will get back on the horse originally i had alexander rossi winning actually because i was going to look at the trend of joey logano missing the playoffs in 2017 then coming back and winning the damn you're pulling out the nascar trends for indy i know i am but i i don't know i think joseph and dixon are just too good i don't think rossi can come from like 11th and points back up to top right away Mm -hmm. so maybe next year but yeah, so Joseph, I think, is going to get his third championship this year. I probably should have put Rossi fourth because I think he's going to win the 500. I predicted he's going to win the 500. That's a I lot of points for winning the 500. Exactly. Which is ultimately why I decided to stick with Joseph yeah. winning because but of the 500. Rossi, though, knows how to have bad luck. So he'll yeah. wreck <laughs> a few times. Like, mm-hmm. he will. Like, he's. Just, I think he'll still have to get some of it sorted out. But when he doesn't wreck, he'll be really good. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I already made my thing. Honestly, I... this top four, we could have made it top nine. Like, yeah. Easily. God, it's, I love IndyCar. IndyCar so good. Just like I said on Twitter, please, for the love of God, I'm begging you, watch IndyCar. Watch IndyCar. Please. It's well, so Well, the first race good. is at Barber, April something. I don't... <laughs> and I know the schedule's weird. I get it, but please. Yeah. And I know Paul Tracy's there. I get it. I understand. Oh, God. <laughs> but listen, Santino's gone. Danica's not there. He ain't gonna talk. He so gonna talk. listen, <laughs> he's got nothing to talk listen. about anymore. He's, he's, got, he's, he's a sad little man. Like, listen, just, he's got no material. He's nothing to talk about. It'll be fine. Please watch IndyCar. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, NASCAR. NASCAR. This IndyCar? one will be interesting because um, okay, obviously, we have a championship for. You know, it's hard to predict. Um. <laughs> But I'm kind of confident in my picks because I, it seems... Well, I'll talk about this after. Um, You're going to make fun of me for one of mine. I probably will. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. let's go. Number four, I have Denny Hamilton. D- Hamilton! <laughs> <No>! <laughs> Hamilton! No, Denny Hamilton. <laughs> I have Ryan Blaney. That's what you're going to make fun of me for. I say gay! this every fucking year. I know. I this know. bitch gay. I almost... I almost had Alex Bowman because I thought I, think, uh, <laughs> I I thought Bowman had a chance. I think Bowman probably has a better chance than Ryan, if I'm real honest. Probably. But 
Because Blaney, if, again, has If luck. Ryan can get his shit together, he could, you know... That's a <laughs> you lot know, of shit. I, I know, I know. But, listen, I am a sad Ryan Blaney fan. I need to look forward to hope for I something. Know. PPG left him. God. He had I the know, bad crew chief leave him, but then he... But then Kislowski started winning mm-hmm. with them. That made me feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Bolins, I hate you. <laughs> Not really. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> well, we are struggling NASCAR fans. Remember when Larson and Blaney won back-to-back weekends? Oh, that was our peak. We peaked, and now look at us. <laughs> we're me- we're a mess. <laughs> All right, oh number three, I have Chase Elliott. I have Martin Truex Jr. Interesting. Number two, I have Kevin Harvick. Number two, right? I yeah. have Chase Elliott. Okay. Number one, I have Kyle Busch. I have Kevin Harvick. Interesting. So my bold <laughs> prediction of Kyle Busch retiring doesn't no make way. sense with Kyle Busch winning the championship. You know, no. I could see Kyle Busch does. being like Kyle Fuck Busch y'all. at Phoenix is like, I fucking hate this. I'm going to take my trophy and leave. Take my ass to IndyCar. Goodbye. <laughs> take my ass to IndyCar. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. I want to see it. Especially, I think realistically, he'll probably retire when Brexton gets even just a little bit older because he's racing yeah. now. But um, Yeah. And like, he wants to be there to watch Brexton grow up. Yeah. Definitely. Um, No, but so, yeah, Kyle Busch, like he, I, I think... He's good at Phoenix too. Mm-hmm. Like, um, obviously, he won at Texas last year. He's mm-hmm. decent at Martinsville. He can make it to that round. Um, yeah, I think he can win the championship. Kevin Harvick will probably have another good season. He's good at Phoenix when he needs to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think he'll beat Kyle Busch. Um, it's just too poetic for him to win the championship <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, so. I think Kevin Harvick is going to have a season where he wins like three races. Not as much, but he's going to win like three. I think Chase Elliott's going to win like 10 and is not going to win the championship. It's going to be like a reversal of this year. Basically. Where where Harvick is going to win it instead of... Definitely. I think, yeah, I can see that. Chase Elliott's going to win like five So then it's going to be like... So it's like, we're going to look like in history, like, wait, Elliott won that year and not that year? And Harvick won that year? I think it's going to be like that. It's going to be weird. That will be funny. Um, and I think Truex is going to really step it up. That's why I have him in here. Um, I think Truex is going to really have a rebound year. And like I said earlier, he's going to really have to run because if Harrison Burton dominates Xfinity, yeah, like Austin Cindric's still there, he's probably not going to. But I, uh, you know, Harrison's waiting. He's the next Gibbs one to kick one of these old guys. And out. he's also on so, the upswing. Like, yeah, Harrison really turned it up after he got eliminated. Yeah, from he the won two races. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then, as I said, I'm a Ryan Blaney fan, so... <laughs> a sad I, Ryan Blaney fan. Yes, I have to have some sort of grasp of hope. Yeah, so. I, I picked Hamlin just because things are going his way. Like, he has mm-hmm. momentum mentally. Uh, he's going to perform pretty decently. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, because he kind of struggled at the end of last year, so I'm a little yeah, nervous yeah. about my pick, but the offseason's probably a good reset for him. He has his team now. Um, mm-hmm. But it also could affect him negatively. Like, maybe he's more distracted now as a driver. So, so Zach, you did not put a single Team Penske car in your Final I, Four. I thought of that. I was like, mm. I... Just, what do you think about that? 
I think, well, Logano has his thing where he doesn't make it every other year. I went with that too. I, I thought that too. of that. I was like, you know, Logano's <laughs> probably going to struggle or something. I almost made Keselowski the champion because the trends, uh, Rusty Wallace won the championship the year after <gasps> Bill Elliott did. Oh my God, you are doing the research. Oh I, I am my doing research. God. But I'm like, mm, I don't know if I see that. I don't see so, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, that, so I originally had Bowman in the championship four and Keselowski winning, but then I just kind of changed it up. But honestly, yeah. I would probably replace Hamlin with Kozlowski if I had to change it. I could, yeah. Because I think Kozlowski will probably, he'll probably have a decent season, um, to be honest, because Team Penske is always kind of there. And I think Logano might struggle this season. Blaney mm-hmm. has potential to turn it on, but I don't want to mm-hmm. bet on it. So that's, yeah, I wouldn't put money on that. <laughs> yeah. Like he's my man's, but I'm not. But you ain't you, you ain't bringing the money home. No, <laughs> you ain't bringing not. the money home. Um, yeah. Apparently, you mentioned this to me before we record. Apparently, people in like the NBC preview show put Kyle oh Larson God. in the final so, four. So it's Dale Jr., Jeff Burton, Dale Jarrett. I like watch highlights just on YouTube. They mm-hmm. all put Kyle Larson in their final four. Who else I think did one- they have? They like had roughly. Chase Elliott. They had right. Chase Elliott, yeah. Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch. Okay. Um, That's reasonable. I think one of them might have... Jeff Burton was hammering in on Ryan Blaney. I'm like, you preach him. You preach Jeff Burton. But then he's like, I think Kyle Larson's going to win the championship. I think Kyle like, Larson... <laughs> I, I, I think uh, Kyle Larson's going to have a good year. But like, every time Jeff Burton talked, he was talking about Ryan Blaney. So I'm like, oh. Jeff knows what he's talking about. But then Jeff's like, I said this last year, though, too. I'm like, welcome to the club, Jeff. <laughs> Honestly, here's the thing. Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, Chase Elliott. I think mm-hmm. those three are, they sound, they're the big three. Those are, the, that's our new big, big three, three, I think. I, I can agree. see it. Um, and which is awesome because they represent each manufacturer. Yeah, I like that. Oh. Um, I can see that. <sighs> wow. that That's everything, isn't it? Yeah. That's that crazy. was so fun. This was this. so fun. Oh my god. I love the rapid fire questions and my yeah. reaction to one of your You didn't want to do it at fun. first. You did not want to do it did at I first. Not? But I'm like, no, last night you were like saying like, mm, I don't know. I'm oh, like, I was tired and confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As but, always. Um so g- viewers, friends of ours, let's send us some rapid fire questions I should ask Zach because I think yeah. that'd be it's really fun. <laughs> that it's fun. Um and also again, I'll post a tweet under the podcast tweet but um yeah listen or not listen uh, yeah listen to the podcast yes please listen. obviously you did <laughs> <laughs> but um right give us your predictions for the season even if you're yes. just a nascar fan give us your nascar predictions if you're an indycar fan f1 fan mm-hmm. just do what you can do what you want um obviously you mm-hmm. probably can't fit all this in one tweet just right if you just want just give us your championship four predictions if anything yeah um, if anything yeah or your daytona 500 indy 500 predictions um yeah, yeah i really want to see what y'all have and then december after f1 because it, it probably will have to wait till december because f1 runs till december well lewis hamilton have the ha- championship clinched probably oh you're right so <laughs> well we'll see we'll we'll, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it yeah um but yeah i hope everyone enjoyed the episode and also hope everyone's you know staying safe um mm-hmm Again, Supercross is tonight if I get this uploaded, which I will. Um, <laughs> speaking yeah. it into existence. Um, 
And then the clash is next week. Yeah. Crazy. Um, I don't know if we're going to get it out in time, but we do want to do like a paint scheme like episode. Yeah. Um, we can probably, honestly, I'm thinking we should wait till after the 500 till when we see them on track, you know? Right. That's fair. Yeah. Because I think next week we could probably talk about, um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we could have one midweek and like talk about the the clash and the duels. Maybe we could That'd do that. Be fun. Yeah. We'll see. We'll we'll evaluate. Um Yeah. Yeah, um okay. But yeah. Um watch Supercross and uh yes. watch IndyCar or Mr. Pinsky'll come to your door. Mr. Pinsky will come to your door and be like <laughs> watch IndyCar however he talks. I love Mr. Pinsky. <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite old man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I hope everyone's staying safe. And again, follow us on Twitter. Um, our links are down below. And yep. you, obviously, you probably already know it. Um, yeah. Thank you all for listening. By the way, I meant to shout this out at the beginning of the episode. If you did not watch our last episode with Devin Rouse, um, yes, gay ARCA driver, listen to it. It's 45 minutes. Great very interview. short compared to this, it's very short. Oh, yeah, it was a great interview. And then before that, me and Alex met in person. Um, mm-hmm. we answered a QA, um, and stuff. Yeah, it we had really good episodes the last two We've episodes. had a great start to the year. Oh, sure. great start to the year, and um, we're firing in all cylinders. Yep, but yeah, um, y'all take care and see y'all next time on the Gay Racing Podcast. Bye, bye.